Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾的民间工艺包罗万象，从篆刻到漆艺、刺绣到剪黏，各行各业的匠师们用他们的双手打造出最具有地方色彩和民俗意象的美术成品。每一门民间工艺都带着一套严谨的传统与师承，而这些大师们手上的文化技艺，在科技产品日新月异的二十一世纪，会面临什么样的挑战？这个月就让我们来谈谈台湾的民间工艺。Taiwan's folk arts are much more than artistic disciplines; they represent the colonial history and cultural memories of this immigrant-based nation. As technology advances exponentially in the 21st century, how will the craftsmanship of the old clash with the manufacturing ways of the new? This month. We'll talk about the folk arts of Taiwan, and for this week, we'll talk about Taiwan's mosaic tile sculpting, traditionally an artistic discipline for decorating the temples and pagodas of local communities. Taiwan's 剪黏工艺早期多数用于寺庙的装饰，历史非常悠久，而且功法独特。这周我们邀请到台南市艺术家协会的常务理事叶明吉老师。为我们说明台湾剪黏的历史、发展以及传承。For this week, we invite Master Ye to tell us about the art of Taiwanese mosaic tile sculpting. 今天我们来讨论一下台湾剪黏工艺的传承。早期的剪黏呢，是不用去考量到说后继无人。你现在叫年轻人把他们拉回来说：“哎，我们要来做传统剪黏。”他们不会。嗯哼。因为现代剪黏已经风行了三十几年了，啊，我们想看看说，当初如果说一个很好的师傅呢，他技艺正纯熟的师傅，细咋回？过了三四十年，他七八十岁了，他都凋零了，所以他也不会嘛，啊，既然他不会了，更年轻的也不会嘛，就代表三四十年的一个空窗期的断层。再包括说剪黏的东西，它一直都是存在寺庙，它根本没有办法进入到文化殿堂，它也没有办法进入到那个展览中心，那你要怎么去推广？嗯，对。那传承又要怎么去传承？像您刚刚讲说，老爸使出杀手锏来哈、嗯，逼你接他的这个事业。对。那您会去接弟子吗？或者是也希望自己的小孩能够接吗？呃，当然，每个人都会这么认为啦，都会这么觉得说要有个传承，传统剪黏技艺的养成呢很难。你要能够做到非常精致的东西，又可以摆得上台面的，那个你的学习的技艺的养成的过程都要非常久。那你如果说你要突破呢，突破到顶层。很高干的这个技艺，嗯，很多人都会半途而废，嗯嗯嗯嗯嗯。哦，在早期我爸他们的年代，他们大部分可能是
当初的一个时代的背景，所以他们大部分都是小学毕业后，他们就开始进入到这个工作的环境。嗯，然后再过来到了民国四十几年战后婴儿潮的那个时间呢，大部分都是顶多是二十岁，他们就就来到这个行业。嗯嗯嗯嗯，还在认真的学习，在网上冲劲的时候呢，你根本就没有办法去想到说我要去做传承这种动作。嗯，因为你一直在学习嘛。好、嗯嗯嗯哦，那传承就是你要等到你功成名就，你才会想到说哦，我们该传承了。但是等到我们功成名就的时候，往后一看，哎，我也四十好几了呢。在四十几岁的时候，是孩子正需要。花钱的时候，因为都在上学嘛，对，哦，家庭开销最大的时候，所以你也没有那些心思说想要去做个传承。但是我也知道说传承必须要做，但是现在的小朋友呢，现在的年轻人也不是那么好搞，因为可能在早期民风比较淳朴，他们有些学徒呢，就是从乡下来的，都还蛮单纯的。但是现在民国一百零七年来讲，乡下的孩子也不是那么单纯，啊，因为网络很发达嘛，所以你要找到一个很适合你觉得 OK 的人，真的是很难。但是我有在做，因为我都有在大学在教，但是教学跟传授记忆给徒弟那是不一样的。嗯，那只是比较表面的讲解，你没有去真的投入这一个。诶、欸，其实他真正的真解不在这里。因为我在大学教，我也是有学分的嘛。嗯嗯依照我们都是学生的心态，我要今天来修你的这个课程，我只是要修这个学分。对或许你有兴趣。啊，把这个学分两学分、三学分都好，你把它修完了，你就没事了，你就可以毕业了嘛。但是你那个学徒不一样啊，你那个学徒他是没有学分的，他是实际面对说，他以后要把这个当成他的饭碗。嗯哼。他要吃饭用的，就是你必须要用这个东西、这个记忆去当你以后的生存的工具，所以你必须要很努力、很钻研、很用心的去学习。The art form of mosaic tile sculpting has thrived for over thirty years, with most of the skilled masters now approaching their seventies or eighties. Unfortunately, there are few successors. As the art form only exists in temples, the general public hardly knows about it, and there's no exhibition for it. And it's of no help that a training period would take years before an apprentice can grasp the technique, and even longer for him or her to become a master, who's also able to take the art to the next level. Master Ye says workers in this field used to start early, usually right after graduation from elementary school. Many of them would give up halfway because the training was simply too hard. Later on, the baby boomers would enter the business in their early twenties and work hard for at least twenty years before they could stop and think about the issues of passing on the skill. But by the time they do, most young people were no longer willing to inherit such an art form. Master Ye currently teaches mosaic tile sculpting courses in colleges. But he doesn't think the weekly two-hour class for one semester can do anything towards preparing students for a career. The courses can only give them a basic idea of what the art form is. 
That's it for our conversation on the difficulties of passing on mosaic tile sculpting. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the problems of reviving the art form. This is another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night. <laughs>